gorgeouses. It's 4th of July weekend. Marka! Um, if you guys are doing fireworks this weekend, just please don't blow off a finger or two or three. Because honestly, like, nobody wants that. Nobody wants the gimp hand. However, thank you for welcoming me back. Sometimes, you know, you just need that time to regroup, refocus, repave your path. Maybe not your path, but me. Sometimes you need that time to disappear and to, yeah, refocus, you know, and just reevaluate your goals and just <clears throat> leave the, leave the grid. Is that, is that, is that a thing? If not, I mean, it's a thing now. Anyway, but for tonight, or tonight, for today, whatever time you're listening to this, we're gonna talk about something that's interesting, and I, I wanna hear your guys' take on a couple of things that we're actually gonna be speaking on, and I say we because I have a very special guest with me today. And one of the things that, before we get into it, hold on, hold on. Let's let's cut that real quick. I want to know a couple of things. One, when you guys are driving, right? Because it's 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 summer for most of everyone, unless you're in Germany. What what is what's the what is the season, Natasha? Natasha, what is the? And she is um, straight in from. We're just gonna say Dallas, Texas, because. That's just where we're going. That's where I met her, and that's that's just what we're doing. So straight in from Dallas, Texas. Is it summer in Germany right now? This is me being not smart, and that's totally fine. I mean, we could Google it. I, I like... don't want to. Okay, fair. Um, I don't know. It is just uh, it's it's very much summer here. Well, obviously, you live in that big old pancake of a <laughs> pancake of a state that just envelops what seems to be half of the United States. Uh, here, so my question to everybody is: when you're driving down, uh, dr down just a road, right, and you see a squirrel dart right out, I'd like to know. Do you guys, one, slow down, two, swerve a little, swerve a lot, or do you guys just keep it moving? Keep it moving. If it goes under the tire, it goes under the tire. I want to know what what you guys do. What do you do, Tasha? I'm going to go ahead and say break or small swerve. As long as I'm not hurting myself or anyone else on the road, I'm going to save little fluffy tail, man. Okay. Okay. Under the top here. Like, that's just so graphic. I'm going to go ahead and keep it 100. I keep it moving because that little creature is not going to endanger my, just my well-being or anybody else on the street. Because the thing is, when you're driving, are you really even paying attention if, like, there's somebody directly, like, right behind you? If Are you, are you like, how much can you swerve without or break without it being a huge issue. I don't know. I've just seen a lot of squirrels dart out lately in front of other people's vehicles. And it just is a, it's, 
it's concerning. It's concerning. Those squirrels have a lot of squirrel energy. They're crazy. What, what are the squirrels doing in New York? I feel like this is a, a big deal for you to be asking it. Well, I'm, the same thing that the squirrels are doing in California. The squirrels are going running rampant in California. And I, I feel like if they're not running like that in Dallas, it's because you guys maybe have tranquilized them. What's going on in Dallas that you're not letting us know? Or what is it? I mean, are you guys singing, um, singing the Lord's tunes to them? What's going on? I mean, you're not wrong. We are in the Bible Belt, but no, it's just, it's too hot. And so the squirrels are like hiding from heat. Oh, they're smarter is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, you know. Probably. I mean, I don't know. But whatever. That is our segue into this. <laughs> We're going to talk completely not a segue into this. But I want to discuss a couple of things with you guys. And the reason I brought Tasha on here is because she is actually really good with articulating her words. Plus, you have a you have a good voice, period. But also we've had uh, we've had different discussions uh, when it comes to just life anything really like crystals <laughs> life light bulbs and such <laughs> but uh today we're gonna talk about relationships man and i'm not talking about i am not speaking on just because when, when people say re- relationships right when i was when i was a little bit younger when people would say relationships i automatically always thought romantic but that's just where my head always went to you know is romantic relationships and now that i'm whatever age i am okay um i when i when i you know when i come across the word relationship i think about different things like my relationship with with my family my relationships with my friends my relationship with my mentor my relationship with Honestly, like even my relationship with my everyday well, relationship with coworkers and then my everyday interaction with certain places that I go to. So if I go somewhere to get my coffee, it's my relationship with them. So it's just your everyday interactions, but more so the help me out here. Like more so the the more intimate ones, not saying that like that my coffee experience is that intimate but it really is though because like honestly if you're making a really good latte we have an intimate relationship going on well then that's your favorite barista let's be real we all have that one person you're really stoked to see when you walk in because you're like ah they have got me i'm gonna have the best coffee today it's a little intimacy in your coffee making yeah i i agree even when you go when you go shopping there's there's certain people that get you when you're shopping and so we shop together uh yeah so yeah relationships and how they affect your life you know what i mean like how they how they've affected my life so not to go into super crazy detail because that's not what this uh you know what this segment is about but yes so you guys have not heard from me since february because i've this is this is a certain area that i've been working on and I've been hyper focused on other other aspects of my life, but re- for me, relationships and the almost the uh, ooh, the filtering of them. And I don't mean to be offensive, but the filtering of 
relationships and not only to say that certain people like I've filtered you out but I've filtered myself out of other people's lives so a lot of people don't understand you know I've seen I see it all the time in social media where people are like you know this person is toxic this person is not and I guess I'm using this I'm using this voice and I'm totally like I'm totally just mimicking whatever it is that I feel like people sound like but oh this person's toxic this person is a narcissist this person's this this person's that but at what point are you evaluating you know who you are in that relationship so for some of my relationship I've excuse me relationships I've taken myself out of them because I'm not I've had to filter myself out because I'm not whatever it is that they would want for me to bring to the table you know whether I'm not there or I'm not willing to give that so anyway we have a couple of things and a couple of my ass that's way more than a couple what uh well, what do relationships mean to you Tasha I think relationships are really about that connection that you make with people and it can be like you said already of various different types of intimacy from friendships family co-workers uh, it's the way we interact and connect with the people around us and I don't think we really take the time to look at all of those pieces within our life and in our daily routines um, and I don't think we can really sometimes identify when it is a healthy relationship and when it's not you said earlier about repaving your path I think it's really great to take a step back and look and see what in your specific world is working for you and a lot of that comes down to the relationships that you're in and the, the way you interact with those you connect with I love that all of that is uh well thought out thank you for saying that so one of the things that we want to talk about like what what are what are relationships one that you already touched on and what are our like most healthy and unhealthy ones right so years ago right I went to I was seeing a, uh, a seen a therapist and she she was amazing and she still is amazing but I was I was seeing her for a while and she pointed out that one of my most healthy relationships that I have in my life is my best friend of years and years and years and years and years and years, Tina. I love Tina. Everyone knows I love Tina. Tina loves me. And we can be in, she's in California, I'm out here in New York. I can be in Zimbabwe and she can be in Antarctica or vice versa, right? Well, none of us like the cold, so anywhere that's not cold. Even though I love that hair, but whatever, that's beside the point. But she is one of the more healthy people that I have in my life. And recently, my brother and I have been cultivating this really healthy relationship with each other as well. Now, my unhealthy relationships, I'm not going to call so much of it out on here. But I do have and I have had un, a very unhealthy relationships in my life. And I've, I've been the unhealthy person. And I've also had people in my life that are just completely unhealthy and I've had to filter that out. And more recently, well, not more recently, but simultaneously, I've had to filter myself out of people's lives. And 
like one of the things that we kind of wanted to touch on is recognizing the difference between a healthy and an unhealthy relationship, you know? So Tasha, like, for example, you know, if you, when you identify a healthy relationship in your life, what is it that makes it a healthy, like quote unquote, healthy, a broccoli relationship, if we will, you know what I mean? (laughs) A cauliflower relationship. relationship with a family member, um, co-worker, intimate love relationship, we want it to always work. So sometimes we tend to overlook some really big red flags or things that bother us and we're just generally... Give me red flags! <laughs> all the red flags, right? No, 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 not right. I'm talking, like, be real, give me a red flag. Boundaries, people who can't... No, no, don't, don't text talk me. Give me a red flag. You're looking at somebody, what's a red flag? people get to and we're gonna use the Gen Z Karen about things right what should like what should their what should their consequence be or what you know what whatever it is that You don't have to, you don't, don't be coy here. They're generally what? Yeah. <laughs> They're dickheads, let's be real. People are just fucking rude. So they should have to live. They should have to figure out and live that life. Do you know what? Humble yourself just a little bit. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. I like it. You know what? Don't send them some to community service. Tell them they've got to go work at Burger King. In the drive through line. During rush hour. When the Coke machine doesn't work. Oh, you've experienced this, have you? <laughs> that was really detailed. You know, that and also maybe, oh gosh, what's a, what's a crazy place to work when, you know what? Starbucks oh, at, 8 a, at 7 a.m. Oh. Right, right. Or... I don't know. Give me Panera at noon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that happened today. The grill quit working at the place, the burger place down the street from where I was working. And you could tell the workers had just had it all day because they've had to explain that all I could make was like salads and anything in a fryer. And we walked in and just like. Wait, it's a burger joint and all they could make was salads? (laughs) Yes. Their grill wasn't working. Hold on, okay, let's segue that into. If that is the regular place that you go to, 
like if that you're a regular, right? You're a regular at this burger joint with your with your high cholesterol and your just not giving a shit about your um, you know, possible cardiac failure. Anyway, you're going to this burger joint every day, right? Yeah. And their their grill breaks. If you have a good relationship with them, that grill that grill don't mean a thing. <laughs> that grill don't mean a thing. We ain't breaking up, baby. <laughs> we ain't breaking up. We ain't breaking up just because the grill broke. Not at all. Me and my friends still stay. Oh, so you have a relationship with them? Yes. That's sweet. Okay, well, I love that. That's enough, you know. Okay. <laughs> Where were we before this? Um, to know, just recognizing the different patterns between healthy and unhealthy relationships. Obviously, if you're at that burger joint and you're a regular there and you go in there, you're like, what? Your crumb machine isn't working today? Fuck you, Todd. That is unhealthy. 100%. Yeah, but that's an obvious one. Uh, that's an obvious one. That is such an obvious one. And th- this is interesting because I remember you and I were talking about healthy and unhealthy relationships, recognizing the difference, but what if we can't recognize recognize the difference between a healthy and unhealthy relationship? Now, I was listening to something and I was listening to... Um, to a speaker one time and he touched on this and I, I want to go in further on this because it made me think about a lot of the relationships in my life and this is actually part of the reason that yes since February this has been another thing that I've been I've been doing in my own life is identifying this in order to be able to move forward with just my own life and my everyday and my just my mental space, I guess, just, just how I interact and taking this, taking certain stressors away so that I could focus on things that really, honestly, I give a shit about rather than stressing over things that I really, in essence, shouldn't be stressing about, but healthy and unhealthy relationships, right? Sometimes you can completely identify what makes you, yes, what makes you feel good and it's just not, it's not going anywhere. Like, it makes you feel good, but there's no guilt from the pleasure, I guess. Yeah. And then when there's something that's unhealthy and it's not detrimental, it's it's almost like two extremes, right? But what if you're in that gray area that you cannot figure out? So this is one thing that's called, uh, It's a whole thing, actually. It's called ambivalent relationships where you can't like you you really don't know what like, dang, is this like this person, you know, like when when you hang out with certain people and you're just like, is this person cool? Is this person not cool? And you just cannot figure out or whether, you know, put it in a different uh, different context. You can't understand the vibe. You don't get the vibe. You're just not understanding it. That's, I want to say that, that, I mean, really, that's a little worrisome. It is. Well, yeah, you can't tell, are they 
the ambivalence, it's the question mark of are they truly a friendship or are they truly in it for the good reasons within that relationship or are they there for something different? It's that gray area and it's very uncomfortable, especially when you're having any type of association with someone on a regular to classify them as a relationship. Yeah. It's and it's almost like not as easy to say, are you a friend or are you a foe? It's yeah. not, I, I don't want to say like, it's not that deep because it is, but it's, it's so much more than that. And it's actually a lot deeper than that. It's, are you just there taking up space? And for, for me anyway, a lot of this year, uh, unknowingly, I've been identifying that especially though more so from honestly like from yeah probably February to now like just really identifying whether are you just taking space in my life do I have time for you in my schedule and if I do make time for you or if you're making time for me is it beneficial for any party you know what I mean like and not to sound like super practical about things, but at the end of the day, yes, emotions are great and feelings are great, but your time is so precious, you know, and you can't take that back, but why would you, not to sound over the top rude, but no, fuck that. To sound, I don't give a shit. Um, why would you, why would you spend so much freaking time with somebody? that like if you're just numbing your time you know if this person is just taking up space in your life or you're just taking up space in their life fuck are you doing cut that shit you know what i mean like that clearly to me it clearly means that we don't enjoy each other's company as much as we think that we do you know i have one friend she was actually on one of the um one of the segments earlier yadi God damn it. When we, I will say when we get together or when we're texting back and forth, it's a whole vibe. Like we truly enjoy each other, you know? And I realize that, you know, certain people that I have had around or even coworkers from the past or whatever, or even recent ones, we're just there. And if it's just existing amongst each other. It's a space filler. It, filling. Yeah, you may as well just say, oh, I'm indifferent towards that person. And that's really what it is. But we're just so, we're in, like, this day and age, we want to accommodate everything, you know? And it's almost like giving participation medals to friendships in our lives. And that's crazy. What are we doing? Like... Our, our time, I'm not saying that our time on this earth is so short because that's not even, you know, no one knows that. But we should value, or I don't know, I think that, yeah, we should sit back and try to value our time a little bit more here because why not? You know, why are we wasting time with people that are mediocre in our lives? And then at the same time, why are we being, being mediocre in somebody else's life? Which I'm going to let you touch on a little bit more on that, but I do want to say, which leads me into this, why we're being so like, uh, stagnant and just indifferent in, in people's lives. But I mean, I 
think ultimately it comes down to the fact that we are just not comfortable being alone or within ourselves. So it's keeping busy, it's keeping people around regardless of how they make us feel because we're too we're too afraid to sit and figure out what it is we need within ourselves that we just space fill with people. And I think, you know, it's 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 just ultimately generally fear. So we take on these relationships, they may not be healthy. It, you know, it can even be as much as family is. How many times do you have that person, that specific family member that maybe you don't have a good relationship with or there's history of something and you keep them around because you're just afraid to not have any family or even work. You just don't want to be the odd man out. So you keep all of these coworkers knowing none of them speak to your soul. None of them fulfill anything healthy within your life. But you just, everyone's afraid to be left out and afraid to sit within themselves. So we accept relationships that are just not healthy for us. I like that. I I mean, I completely agree with that. Um, in touching on that, just, I mean, you know, who are we to ourselves? Like, that again that's another thing that like i i had a relationship that ended unfortunately um to say it like that you know because i had high hopes for it but it ended not so abruptly it was dragged out but it ended last year and i i really did decide to just be i was like you know what i i spoke to my mentor about this and yes guys i have a mentor but I spoke to my mentor about this and she suggested that I take two months to be single. Right. I, wait, did she? Mm. Yes. Yeah, so she suggested two months and quickly within those two months, I actually like when it almost came to the end of those two months, I, I became really like almost addicted to that. And I was like, okay, Maybe, and I, I came to her, I was like, you know, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and take another one. But regardless, like I ended up doing, yeah, I took um, a little over a year single and I'm so glad that I did that because now I'm in June and I'm, I'm happy about that. I, I'm glad that I spent that time not going out on dates, not doing all of that, but more so like dating myself. And yes, that may sound so cliche or whatever, but I don't give a fuck. I, in that time, I had this dream in the back of my head, right? Where I was like, remember I was telling you, Tasha? Yeah. Um, that I wanted to, you know, I had this one dream. So I was like, you know what? I, maybe, maybe that is what I want to do, whatever. So I kind of decided to take like, not an apprenticeship, excuse me, but like I decided to, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll go over there and I'll work maybe 10 hours a week, whatever, because I want to see if that's something that I actually want to do. But taking this year to myself, I was able to do that for a few months. Turns out, guess what? It's, it's not something that I'm very passionate about at all. Actually, I had an idea in the back of my head. I like doing it at home. 
but it's not that. And no, guys, it's not music because music speaks to my soul. I love it and it loves me, okay? <laughs> so, and it's definitely not talking to you guys because I love you guys fucking gorgeouses. Not to say especially, but especially Germany because I know you guys listen out there and I just, I will always give shout outs to Germany. Always. <laughs> but I, excuse me? That come through Germany come through Germany but yeah you know just taking that time to really sit back and just you know just enjoy yourself enjoy yourself like there's so many things where you know where people think like oh you know self-care means this self-care means that self-care and you know people want to define it into one thing I think here's where it is to me self-care is whatever makes you feel good Okay, I'm not going to tell you. Self-care means you need to journal. Self-care means you need to read five books a month. No, self-care means whatever it is that makes you happy. At the end of the day, whatever makes you smile, whether it is listening to a song on repeat for a whole fucking day. If that makes you feel good, hell yeah, then do that. Whatever it is that makes you feel good without hurting yourself or anybody around you. That to me is self-care. But yeah, just learning learning about ourselves and just like, just really coming to terms with like, who am I, you know? Who am I? What do I think that I'm portraying to everyone? And what is it, what, what, what it is? What it is, girl? No, what is it that people actually perceive me to be you know because those are two whole like we we can think that we're something and then turns out we're not to everyone else but yeah like you said you know just go ahead a question because you gave yourself you gifted yourself this time off to really like focus That's a really good question. Like a super good question because yes. And I didn't really think about that that much until until uh, recently. Yeah. It started more so, I want to say like in September. I moved and I now live in nature. Which, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. But yes, it, it did. It made me look at a lot of different aspects of what I let come into my life just because I, just because I want companionship. And again, this does not just mean romantic, just in general. I want somebody around or I feel lonely or... I want to go out to meet people because I feel lonely or I need to have the TV on because I feel lonely. And it really, I don't know, it just, it, not I don't know, it really shifted my thoughts a lot as to what I'm going to accept in my life and what I feel like I'm bringing to the table with other people as well, you know? 
And not to say that all of a sudden, oh, I'm this great friend to everybody. I'm, I'm this great daughter and I'm this great sister and I'm this great aunt and I'm this great cousin. No. All I'm saying is that this is what I have to give. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. I'm not go- going to overextend myself. So it was but, a bit effective as well. Yes, it, it is. Uh, there was a lot of... There's a lot of times in, in my life that I've dealt with so many people that I didn't realize how abusive they were in my life. You know, and I don't mean that as Gen Z abusive. I mean, actually, I'm letting you put me down for no... I, we're just going to keep it raw. I'm, I'm going to let you sit here and make passes at me for no damn reason when I've never welcomed that. I'm going to sit here and let you continuously like use me in certain ways or I'm gonna continuously put myself in dangerous situations and even like with the law and everything because I want to be accepted you know what I'm saying so it goes it goes really deep you know I have a I have a history with being quote-unquote kidnapped okay (laughs) because of the fact and it if you know, you know, guys. When I say kidnapped and ransomed, you all know. Was I... Oh, I'm sorry. Were you taken into custody or were you... No, I was taken. I was I was kidnapped, okay? So, a lot of that comes from wanting to be accepted. You know? Wanting something. Because why? The, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a little bit deep with this. This was back in 2018. I was asked a question by I want I want to say it was a hmm, it was a social worker in this facility mm-hmm. and she said why do you think that you're here basically do you know the gravity of this you know of, of you know this and what, what Whatever. I'm not going to go into all that detail. And I looked at her and I said, yes, I do. I didn't care about breaking any law because ultimately I'm lonely. In saying that, I'm telling you right now, that was one of the most freeing experiences that I had because it from that day, I will never forget how freeing that statement was for me. I got to sit there and re- so when people say that certain facilities they don't reform people, there are certain people like me, for example, and other people that I've known that your only choice there is to really take a hard look at yourself, yeah, and see what it is that you're going to do next, you know. But that was I'll never forget that particular statement that I made to her, I said, it's because I'm lonely, you know? And when I started really, really looking into that, and again, you know, this was like, this was this year. When I really started looking into that, I really started realizing what Dabby, and this is the question that just kept on going in my head over and over and over and over. Dabby, why are you lonely? Dabby, why are you lonely? Dabby, you said you were lonely. Why are you lonely? Daddy, why are you lonely? 
I would wake up sad. I would go to work sad. Sometimes I would cry on my way to work. Sometimes I would cry on my way to anywhere. Why? Because there was something inside and a big thing, a big thing for me was the fact that I never took time alone. What's crazy is, what's crazy is that, you know why you were lonely, Dabby? Because you never took time to be with your best friend and that's you. Yeah. So get to know that motherfucker. Be nice to her. Mm-hmm. Be nice to her because you know what? I don't know that anyone else has been. Truly. It's a big statement. Except for... All, uh, I love Tina. I love Tina because she's... There are certain people in Cali that have shown me so much love. You know, this is aside from family. That We're not talking about family. But we're talking about outside people that have shown you some love that you'll never be able to, like... My friend D, Christine, Wilson, Mo, like Snakey, you know, but these people in my life, they're just that, my, Marie, just Ashley. But anyway, I can go on with certain people, but the thing is that like, there's that, right? And then there was somebody that I dated a while back, 10 years ago to be exact, who showed me a lot of love for free. I wasn't willing to accept it because I really didn't understand myself, you know? Um, so, I, I, you know, it's, and that's a, that's a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel lonely? Because you haven't taken the time or you've isolated in a detrimental way, you know? And this time, not to say that isolation is great for, you know, not to say that isolation is good, but taking the time to sit back and really care about yourself, like, feeding yourself well, doing things that your mind, like, for instance, I, I have a creative side of my, in, in, you know, I have a creative side. So what did I make my living room into? Have a studio or, you know, that's, that's what I'm building on. You made your happy place. I did. My bedroom is only for resting. I do not have a, I, I will, I refuse to put electronics in my bedroom because that's my piece you know and there's certain things that I do for that but I've never I've never afforded myself that opportunity I'm sorry this is a really long response to your question but I really appreciate your question because it made me think about that and I will I'll never forget that statement that I made to that lady because now when I when I tell you when I um when I go to work when I'm when I'm going on a run, when, if I, if I decide to, you know, bicycle ride, anything that I do like that, I don't feel alone. Cause we got to leave enough room for the Holy Spirit. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 but I don't, I don't feel alone. I don't feel alone because I have me and this may sound really hippie to you guys, but I have, I have me and then I have the higher me with me. And I have the me that protected the me when I, when I wasn't able to be protected, you know, and those are all big things. But anyway, from moving, moving forward with that, with that being said, these are the reasons that the reason that I've, I've also removed myself from certain people's lives is so that I can, um, you know, for certain people, I can reintegrate myself back into their life as a better me. You know, no longer the party dabby. Like, 
I'm sorry guys, she doesn't exist anymore. Why? Because that was someone that I was presenting to everybody. It was easier. Yeah, more of a mess. Yeah, well, I mean, if you, yeah, if it's gonna, yeah, not to, you know, I, I don't, I don't really like to use labels like that only because it, it takes away from, from so much that it is. But yeah. when you're, you know, when you're a party person, when you're this, when you're that, that's what you are. Why? Because you're afraid to be accepted for who you truly are because and sometimes maybe you don't even know who you truly are. So you don't even know what to present to that other person. And even if you, and even if you do know who, who you are, maybe you're afraid to present that and whether it's, uh, you know, fear of rejection or whatever, you know, and for me, part of that was a fear of rejection. Like, are people going to like my little dorky side, my, my nerdy side, my, my, the fact that I like to make music because I like math and I get to, you know, look down at, you know, I like to really look at those details and bring it down to like the last millisecond. Um, that's not very popular, but that's okay. Yeah. I like to speak in sound waves. It's okay. <laughs> but what about, what about yourself? Like, what about you? What, uh, I know that, I know that you're coming out of, uh, something pretty big and what have you done for yourself to try to like, you know, readjust and. Yes. So, um, getting out, uh, leaving a very long-term relationship, um, has, it's interesting, but when you look at any form of relationship, whether it be romantic or familial or, um, professional, I think sometimes the longer those relationships are, you tend to lose a little bit of your identity. Like you just kind of, you forget who you are just a little bit. And when you leave those long-term situations, you know, I had a career with a company I was there for 11 years. After I left, I kind of blanked. Are we I talking about Mac? Yes, Mac, of course. Um, you know, what was my identity outside of that? That relationship becomes your identity in some way. And it's really important that when you are in any type of relationship that you really identify those healthy and unhealthy factors so that way you don't become that relationship um, and you don't lose that identity. So, you know, I did it professionally and then um, personally in a long-term relationship, it was getting out of it and finding out who I am as a person because I am my own person regardless of what type of relationship I am. I am me and I need to remember that, like you said, like sometimes you just lose track of who you are and you have to repave that path and come back and figure out what's going on. So for me, it was, and you had said it, you know, self-care is a little bit different to everyone. I got my crystals. Um, I have my journaling. I wrote down the things that were super important to me. That when I'm I, all about a crystal, bitch. Just um, saying. Like, I love the crystals, right? Um, you want to get laid, guys? <laughs> carry the rose quartz. Ah, yes. Bring that love into you. Um, yeah, I had to figure out when did I last feel authentically good in my own skin. And it's the silly things. And I started off really small because sometimes it's, when your identity has shifted in such a large way due to a relationship, you have to start small because if not, sometimes that first step is just so big 
it is so hard to take. So I'm like, you know what? I used to get my nails done consistently. So that was my first like self-care moment. And it's so little and it's so just kind of vain, I guess, if you will. But that moment of taking a little bit of time to myself and doing it was a big step in fixing who I was and noticing, or not really noticing, excuse me, but like really driving home that you have to be yourself and you have to be within yourself to be any good to any type of relationship. Can I ask you something real quick? Yeah. What part, now like looking back at this, so in hindsight, where do you feel, or it, or even if there is a, there was a moment where you're like, ah, that's where I gave in, and that's where I became just one. So, okay, this is weird. This is this might be weird to people, but I think that when people start going like, yeah, we do this, we do this, that is gag worthy to me. That's disgusting. When people say that crap, like you say that sometimes, and I'm just like, ew. Um. Like, gag me with a chainsaw. That's freaking disgusting. There's a you and there's me. Relax. That's so gross. But where... Is there a moment in your head where you think that you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have given into that? Because that was, like, the start of that losing yourself in a relationship, you know? Like, losing your... you Losing, excuse me, your individuality. Yeah. That, that that really sucks. Yeah. Like I fear that more, more than anything. I'm like, you will not take that, and don't ever call me Lee. You're gross. Yuck. I feel like there's a lot of feelings. Oh, you already know I'm a commitment phobe, but come on, give it to me. <laughs> um, no, not one specific instance. Uh huh. There's not like one. I think it was more of an accumulation of getting an accumulation of stuff that just kind of happened over time and then it it just adds up I mean some people will have that one moment where they absolutely can pinpoint um I think sometimes we forget in relationships that compromise does not necessarily equate to sacrifice and sometimes we will sacrifice our peace to keep the peace uh, because it's just a lot easier to do that than to have that, you know, that initial, we talked about it, the fear of being alone. We want to make people in our relationships happy and comfortable and we sacrifice our peace sometimes to make it happen. But it's all about a healthy compromise in a relationship. What you are willing to compromise, what you're not willing to compromise, and then whether it gels with that other person. As I'm getting older, I'm seeing that, right? Because I'm like, ah, you know, I was like, I'm not going to compromise this. But there are certain things that, like, for example, last night, I wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> I absolutely wanted to come home after a really hard day at work. And I just wanted to, you know me, yeah. I get in the car, take off those other shoes, get in the slides, Come into come into my apartment, take off the slides, get in the slippers. No, no, that's a lie. Before I get in the slippers, I hop in the shower. I don't touch anything until I get in the shower. Wash the garment off. Uh, yeah, 
squash all the annoyingness of yesterday, but I wanted to go to bed. I was tired as hell. But it just so happens that somebody had was a little crampy and I couldn't be there. And the best that I could do is, you know what? You wanna watch a trash, a little bit of trash TV? Let's go, let's do that. Now, we're not gonna talk about the trash TV that it was, yes it is. <laughs> now I know the term slations, but no, the, you know, but I mean, that's a, that's a, uh, I guess, maybe to some people, people that's minor, that's not very minor to me, but that is a, a, a bit of an example of something more minor, of uh, compromising. It is, but I think even being minor, it can still be very noticed. Like, it is not something that's lost on the other person. Those little things do add up. No, but that's that's really just, it's important to do things like that, though. Or But, ju but just in general, when it comes to um, just... I don't know, compromising, you know? Yeah. But yes. So you don't have a, a certain example of when. No, I can't. If you're asking me to pinpoint, I cannot pinpoint a specific action. It, like, it's an accumulation of things. And yes, I mean, I get what you're saying about the whole we stuff. It does borderline on a shared Facebook profiles. Oh no, that's disgusting. That's freaking disgusting. So much. I mean, it's no, it's over the top disgusting. I feel like people should have their individuality. This is again, this is just me, but like, if you don't trust somebody, what are you doing in a relationship with them? Because I honestly think that if you don't trust somebody, it's ultimately because you really don't trust yourself. Yeah. You know, you don't trust your own actions because. I'll, I'll, I'll say this, and not all the times in relationships, but when I know that I'm doing right by my partner and, you know, and whatnot, I'm usually not questioning your anything, you know, unless there's been certain, there has been certain situations, obviously, where things come up and there's certain inconsistencies where I am, I'm, I'm, I'm questioning that because things are, things are odd. You know, and I have had that like, um, yeah, just where I'm like, uh, no, 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 no. This story, this, it, you know, I heard the story twice and the, the second time it sounded different than the first. So I'm going to go ahead and think that you're lying now, but no, um, anyway, we, I mean, we're not off topic, but sort of, but not. But no, that leads, that, that leads back to what is a healthy relationship versus a non-healthy relationship. A yes. healthy relationship, you are not going to have those those fears or those concerns. And a non-healthy relationship, that's where your brain goes first. Right. So, but this, you know, we're, again, you know, now we're like segueing now into like romantic relationships and it's just not, I mean, that's a whole other, that's like a, that's a whole segment for like the one whole thing. It's... Yeah. Um, like trust, building trust and all this stuff that, yeah. But, um, like for instance, like 
asking for somebody, you know, asking somebody for the phone, things like that. If you're at that point of a relationship, or if you're in the beginning and that's going on, how about you're just not? Just don't, don't be in it. Like it's not good. But anyway, back to just relationships in general. Um, especially like for me, friendships are really important, you know, because friendships are literally like they they're just so important in your life you know they're they're your go-to people they're your they're your group chats they're your they're they're your people you know and one one thing that I'll never be to any of my friends is I I can't and I won't be your yes person I won't because like that's a that's a big thing like for for you like how is it like with you and your friendships like I, I just, I personally, like, I just, I won't be that yes person. If you ask me for an opinion, I want to know I'm going to be on your side because ultimately we are on the same page and I love you and I'm on your side, but being it that I'm going to be on your side, I'm also going to challenge you because I love you because we are, we're, you're, you're my other half of this friendship. And if I'm just saying yes, 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 it could be a time where you're, in a situation that could be detrimental to you and I'm saying yes, 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 and guess what? Now you're fucked. Yep. And where was your friend? Saying yes, 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 watch it, watching you go down. Like, I like to see my friends succeed. And even if that comes with not tough love, because I feel like love is ultimately love, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, if you're going through a situation or whatever, I'm gonna try to challenge your your thoughts, not with something that's going to be like against you but I'm, I want you to I want you to see what you're thinking about because sometimes and I like friends like that with me because sometimes I'm so I'm so like just hyper focused on what I'm thinking of you know this what I'm thinking of that I love having like debates with you right because you make me think about things once we're done talking about things, I think about certain things that you say, because I'm like, wait a minute, damn it, she had a point, you know, and no, it makes me think, and and I respect that, you know, it's also, I'm sorry, that's a healthy relationship, you're trying to make the other person think about things that you wouldn't normally put through your process, yeah, it's stretching and making better, and I have been accused more than once, specifically by some of my best friends, that I will challenge if I, and it comes from a place of goodness and kindness because I see what you're doing. I see there's some struggle going on. We need to figure this out. We need to talk about it because what you're doing is not leading you down a path of healthiness. Right. And I think a lot of people get uncomfortable with that and they think it's attacking or, um, you know, being mean in general, but it's not being mean. What it is, is being there for your friend. You're noticing a pattern or something they're doing. And it's not healthy and you want to help them because like you said, it's a place of love. No, and I a hundred percent agree with that. Here's my only thing with that though, is that delivery is a big thing, you oh, know? Yeah. And I've had certain people in my life and especially like like even just um in like the last relationship that I had where certain things were said and the delivery was so harsh that I couldn't and and yeah I can see the message later but your delivery is so harsh that you 
and, and it's hard to receive that. Like, here's here's a diamond. I'm handing it to you in a big thirty pound turd. You know, <laughs> like what, what am I supposed to do? Great, there's something cool in the middle, and I have to exactly and. I, I don't know. I just feel like, and I'm, I'm not saying that we have to baby everybody or anything like that, but the delivery is a big, it's a big thing. I'm not going to just come to you. Like, let's say you're having an issue, right? And you're like, Hey, um, God, I just went off on this person because blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Whoa, you were a freaking bitch. I mean, I talk like that sometimes and that's something that I have to regulate <laughs> myself and again this is why I take time for myself but the delivery is like it's it's such a big thing like I um that and then also making sure that you're coming from a place where you're not trying to control the other person you know what I mean like you're not trying to get your point across more than trying to get to somewhere where this person can work out their own thoughts you know where you're not control like you know what um because we even had this conversation earlier like hey you should be doing this no you're not going to tell me what i should be doing like no don't do that but getting to a place where this person can think their own thoughts yeah you know and again you know it doesn't it doesn't involve babying them or you know just it just, i guess it it comes down to a lot of like where you're coming from and whether you're going to be like try to be controlling or and and uh, I have an issue with people being condescending like if if you're going to deliver something make sure that it's not condescending I don't oh. I don't deal with that very well at all I don't think anyone does it's just it's uh, certain people can deal with it though but like better yeah, internally, they're probably like, yeah. but, but, um, so we kind of touched on this too, right? Are we the other, are we the other half of the relationship that we would like the other, the other person to be with me? Like, for instance, Tasha, I really want you to be kind and caring to me and please talk to me in a loving manner. And, you know, I'm having a hard day at work. Can you please understand that? And maybe this week, can you plan a date for us? I... I want that, right? But yeah. am I doing that for you? If I'm not doing that for you, then why the fuck would I expect that from you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, no, you're not expecting that from someone when you can't give. Like, what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I, I know I agree. It's very difficult to be able to uh, require something from someone if you're not going to give it to them at the same time. Yes. Um, time. You're getting flustered. I am. And that's that time? No, no. We still got a minute and 15 seconds and we're just gonna, we're, we're wrap that up and then we're gonna, we're gonna continuum. Cause that's a word. Continuum. Oh, that is a great word. Um, no, I think if you're wanting something that's actually healthy, you have to be able to give it to someone in order to expect to receive it. Not everyone's gonna give, be able to give it to you though, and if that's where you've gotta really look at what, you know, at certain points in time, 
at certain ages and certain This times. goes sexually as well, people. Sexually as well. It's obviously stopped, hasn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's still going. <laughs> but on that note, give me one second. We will be right back. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. Back. We're not back. Not back. Reciprocation is important. However, if you want your partner to reciprocate, would partner anything. Like if you want a healthy familial relationship, like you've got to be able to, what you want in, you have to put in what you want back you have to put in but then that's part of that expectation versus reality you're not always going to get what you put in back so then it's having further conversations with yourself with this other person within this relationship to see if it's something that can be fixed or if it's something that you've just got to you know I remember somebody telling me this is uh this is years you know it's a few years ago she said to me I'm not getting my, my ROI from you. And, and and I appreciate it very much because I remembered that for a very long time. Now that relationship, please, what are you investing? Shekels? Because, shut up. But no, I'm joking, I'm joking. But no, um, I mean, stop, seriously. But, because you could be as loving towards somebody as you'd like, but there's other, there's other aspects that are really important, like honesty, like being just trustworthy, um, having integrity, you know, and stop. <laughs> I'm not getting my ROI. But... Yeah, no, that, um, that was interesting to hear that though. Like the, just the whole, the, that statement in general mm -hmm. was interesting, but, um, so yeah, are we the other half that we would? Do you feel like you were getting that return on investment from that relationship? No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. So I was the way that I was because, because of that, but hindsight if I don't feel like I'm getting what I'm putting in, I shouldn't be there in general. True. And this is like, this is going to segue into our last piece, which is recognizing what a friend is and when it's okay to call it quits amicably or not. Cause sometimes you can't cut it off amicably. And you know what? You have to save your, you have to save your own ass. Okay. Cause I'm always going to choose me. And I tell people this all the, like now I tell people this all the time. I don't give a shit. I'm always going to choose me when it comes to you and me. Guess who I'm choosing me when it comes to them and me. Guess who I'm choosing me. I'm always going to choose me always. So, you know, that's just, that's just where that's at. And just protecting, you know, protecting your peace above all, like, and, and also like what, you know, and I, I do go back to this because I, I care about not only sounding like, you know, this is what I deserve. I deserve this. I, this, I, this, no, if I'm not willing to 
or if I'm not willing to, or I'm not able to give of myself like my other half does, and I what the other half by that I mean the other friendship half, the other family half, or whatever. With family, it's a little bit trickier and it's a little bit different because of how we're set up as a society. But regardless, like if you're not able to give it and you feel the need to remove yourself, then do so. You know, I mean, I, I do. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't. Like, if I'm not able to give what you're expecting, what you want, I, I, I'm i going to go. If in friendships, if acquaintances, relationships, mentorship, right? If I'm not able to give of myself I have to I'm gonna remove myself because your expectations are something that I'm either a not willing to meet Mm -hmm. to realistically I'm just not gonna meet them right now it's just not it's not where I'm at and I'm sorry and what it really boils down to sometimes like I don't care to do all that with you Mm -hmm. you know uh and but you know on the other end of it uh, if I'm ending things with somebody, I'm going to try to protect the peace that I've built for myself above everything. Yeah. Uh, that's why, like, I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna choose me. I, um, I had a conversation not too long ago that sounded something like, you know what? Let's just keep. Let, let's just let's keep it. Let's keep it. Keep it a hundred. With you, for example, right? I felt a certain way. Now, I'm not. You know, I'm not perfect. We all know. But I'm not willing. You know, um, I felt this way. This, this, and this. It doesn't mean that that's what you're doing. But if somebody, like, let's say, yeah, whatever. So. If somebody rubs you the wrong way or you you feel a certain kind of way about something that somebody said or how they're treating you or whatever hey this is how I feel about this this and this I didn't like that it made me uncomfortable and these are the reasons if it's not irrational you know the other person's hearing you out I feel like you can amicably say uh, I'm not willing to invest anymore in this if this is how I'm going to be treated or I'm not willing to invest anymore in this. If this is something that's, you know, part of your pattern, man, I'm just, yeah. I'm not doing it. And I'm just letting you know now that way that, you know, that person also has a chance to like, if you, if you guys are in a situation where you care about each other, whether it's again, friendships or whatever, that person also has their time to reflect and think about that. It's you put it on the table, whatever they want to do with it is what it is. But it's really important to have those conversations, you know, because if you don't have those conversations, what are you going to do? Like, you can't just ghost your family. It's not cool to just ghost your friends. You can't just ghost uh, acquaintances. You can't just ghost a partner that you really care about. Like, you have to have the cojones to go and, and, and talk, you know, speak up for yourself, love yourself enough to say that. And that speaks to protecting your peace, though, because that way you know that you felt that you have said and communicated that issue to someone, whether or not they have it within themselves to finish their end of that communication, you have still protected your peace. You have said your peace. Factoid. Mm-hmm. Not a factoid. Not all of the factoids. Yeah, so real. It, mm-hmm. 
in the event you have a friendship, a workship, whatever type of ship, um, and they are not... Titanic ship? Yeah, not the Titan. Uh, <laughs> what is... And they're not reciprocal of having this type of conversation or communication with you. What are you... What are your next steps? What are you going to do? If it's... In... Like, for me, if... If somebody's not ready to have that kind of conversation... Our, our minds are in two different places and that's okay, you know? And that's the thing, man, like, you have to understand, like, or you don't have to understand this, you know, not you, but like, just people don't have to understand this, but you can accept, you can still love somebody and accept them for who they are and how they, you know, how they communicate, how they don't communicate, whatever. And you can keep them at an arm's length sometimes, you know? And you don't, you don't need to be, You don't, you don't necessarily just have to continue investing as you were, Yeah. you know, because I feel like, I feel like as humans, like if you are interested in something or if you like something or if you are, if something just sparks your interest, you're going to want to learn it, you know? So if somebody says that to me and I care about you, I'm going to research what it is. Like if I did not understand you, yeah, you know? Because, let's just put it to you like this. No, it's jack shit about, let's just say, I don't know, shit about therapy. I don't know, whatever. And you just spoke to me in a manner that I didn't understand at all. You came with me with a context that I just have never been presented with ever in my life. I'm get, Because I care about you as a person, I'm probably going to just look it up. Yeah. And see what it is and translate what, what it is that you were trying to say to me. And try to figure that out, you know? That's, that's what that is to me. I, I feel like if somebody, if somebody doesn't try to at least understand you, if you're not going through like, if, if you're not like, hmm, if you've kind of thought it out, you know, thought things out and it's not irrational thoughts that you're having. Mm -hmm. And these are just normal needs that you need, that you need as a human, you know, like, Hey, uh, for instance, let's say you and I were having a discussion and you said something that hurt my feelings, you know, did you intentionally mean to harm me? Probably not. But did you unintentionally? Yes. Now I bring it to your attention. Hey, Tosh, uh, when you said this, like the, the therapeutic way, I guess to deal with something like that is, Hey, Tosh, when you said this, did, um, what did you mean by this? Or Hey, Tosh, when you said this. I felt like you were attacking me and, or I felt, I felt like you were insulting me and I, is that what you meant? There, you're, you're confronting the person, you're asking a question and they, and, you know, they have their chance to, to speak to you and, you know, no, that's actually not what I meant. Or they can really be like, no, that is totally what I meant. Yeah. Cause you're a cocky bitch. And if they say that, cool, let's break that down then. Let's break that down, down. But you know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird because like communication is not weird, but it is. 
and I guess it's not it's it's not weird because we should be able to be comfortable to speak to each other like we're humans we get to do that you know and it's a beautiful thing like and it shouldn't have to elevate to nastiness you know um that's one of the beautiful things about being able to talk things out with somebody is that you get to hear their point of view and what they think and if you're afraid to hear their perspective of what you said or who you are there's something within you that you're not dealing with absolutely i think it's actually um something that needs to be pointed out because i don't know if a lot of people do this when you're talking to someone that you actually just did in your scenario when you're talking to someone using those i feel statements are really important especially to the other person you're delivering it to so that way they don't feel attacked but it's putting into perspective what was communicated to you and how it affected you because it is it's all about feeling it is perception and it's the way you perceived it and it's the way you felt it right and it's again you know like it's one of those things where it's not it's not like you have to baby other people but it's like If we take like the the part of, hey, you know what? That hurt me. Yes, ultimately that's what it is. People are uncomfortable to say that shit though. Mm-hmm. They are. But you know what I mean? Like a lot of people are uncomfortable to say, no, that's, you know, people are quick to say, you know what? No, fuck that. That shit really pissed me off. You want to use big people words? Like, hey, what you said, made me think of this, this, and this, and this, and I'm hurting on the inside. You know, and that's the thing is that people are like, you know, a lot of people I've come across are like, oh yeah, no, that's, that's fucking, uh, uh. no, it's not, uh, uh. it's literally, are you an adult enough to, to come to terms with that, some, something that was said hurt your feelings? It hurt, so let's address it, you know? And also just for for there not to be misunderstandings, you know, yeah. because the way that you speak on uh, every day may not be the same language that I speak every day. Yeah. So I, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm understanding you and I want to sure, make sure that I'm being, mis- uh, excuse me, that I'm being understood. So. So what you're saying is good communication, healthy communication is kind of the key to a good relationship i mean if we're gonna sum it all up like that sure but yeah no people should speak to each other it's it's just you know and it's it sounds cliche or whatever but it, it really is just that simple something like what are you so afraid like i if anything guys if anything that you take from this please take this what are we so afraid of that we're so like in relationships again any kind of relationship what are we so afraid of that we're bringing out to light when we communicate if we decide to do so we want to continue to internalize it and have toxic relationship toxic is such a funny word unhealthy relationships we want to have healthy relationships or we want to have we want to just bottle it up inside and have ambivalent relationships like that's the thing Non-communication, it it leads to these ambivalent relationships, which, according to the speaker that I heard, is actually a lot more detrimental to you than 
completely unhealthy ones because yeah. those you see them coming a mile away mm-hmm. these you're not sure so they're almost like if you guys can picture this almost like like a snake in the grass or something lurking across it like around the corner something that you can't see it's uncertain it's, it's yeah it's uncertainty it's a fucking ghost in your closet it's weird it's it makes you feel uneasy you're you're not sure why you decide to go shopping with this person but now your energy just feels sucked you feel you feel like down you don't understand why you're you know what i mean and all of this kind of like all this kind of stuff and anything moving forward or or why you feel like you have to have some kind of loyalty to a certain job that you hate or why you have to have some kind of loyalty to visiting your family members or attending family events that you just you don't want to go to right i hear about a lot of stuff but why is it that we're not communicating then hey when i come here it makes me feel like this this and this but guess what no one gives a shit about how you feel guess what now you've communicated it you can move out of that like you can you can move on and you can like you do your own thing yeah. because you've already communicated it but like what is it as humans that we're so afraid of communicating to like what is so what is so scary about communication vulnerability vulnerability is a beautiful thing it is but it is very scary for a lot of people i know tasha uh-huh. mm-hmm. we are uh we as in you and me not we you and me we we talk about that a lot you know uh there's a great song that I'm actually going to end this podcast with and shout out to that. Uh, it's, it, it's a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful song. Hold on one second. I am going to give you guys, well, I mean, anyway, it's by John Summit. And it's called Human. And if you guys take a uh, t- take a second to hear out the lyrics, it's 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 kind of beautiful. But yeah, like vulnerability is such a beautiful thing. It really is. It's and it's it's liberating. You know, it's liberating. Uh, being vulnerable, being able to say, you know, um, and, and that's another thing. <laughs> Whatever. I've been practicing this so much more. Like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not mad. That hurt my feelings, actually. The way that people react to that is so different. Yes. You know? And it's not something that I've perfected, but it is something that I'm working through. So if any of you guys know me for years, I'm not the person to be like, you know what? That hurt my feelings. Now I'm like, yeah, I'll punch you right in the mouth. But no, that's just something that, yeah, vulnerability is a beautiful thing. Um, Vulnerability in the sense also of looking at something and be like, you know what? That is such a, like, for instance, Tosh, thank you for the flowers. They're blooming very nicely right now. They are. The, the fuchsia ones are coming, like they're blooming the most. But um, being able to look at things and just, you know, describe them and being not afraid of what this other person's gonna think or just being just genuinely you 
is such a beautiful thing. But again, you know, in order to cultivate some of this stuff, you have to have the best relationship with yourself. Now, I don't know if you guys remember this cartoon called Bobby's World. Okay, but I never under, I never, never, never really, like I thought about it all, guys, this is from when I was like four or five years old. And this has been in my brain since then. And I'm so glad that it was. But you guys remember Howie Mandel hosting the show. But anyway, Bobby's World. There was a there was a, an episode where he was, I think he was off in a dream or something. And he was trying to figure out what this thing, what, whatever the situation was, he had to find the clues to whatever it is that this message was being sent to him saying um, something something the perfect playmate is a person named and he's like a person named what a person and he's trying to figure it out this kid cartoon he's trying to figure it out a person named what a person named you know and he's going around trying to figure out everything whatever at the end of the the end of the cartoon it's a person named me his best friend his best playmate was a person named him and you guys, I'm whatever age I am now, but I realized that that's Bobby's world, man. <laughs> no, I realized that my best playmate and my best friend is, is, is me. And that's, you know, I don't have it all figured out. Absolutely not. I'm still figuring it out guys, but like join me on this because loving, loving yourself and really just like really getting to know that person that maybe you've neglected for a while is one of the most beautiful things. And once you, once you start, you know, figuring that out and just really caring about that beautiful person, the ways that you're going to affect the world is, is just, uh, it's just, that is out of this world, you know? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say that, that, you know, just, Take time, take time for your beautiful selves and just know that you guys are, you guys are all fucking gorgeous as fuck. And you, Germany, you, Germany. <laughs> anyway, Tasha though, thank you so much for like all your insight and everything. I really appreciate you for being, um, for being a guest today. I can't wait to do another segment with you. Maybe we'll do a little bit more of a funny one next time. This one was just, it was a lot more insightful and I just really appreciate you. Absolutely. I'm happy to be a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. You have any, you have any last thoughts for everyone? You know, like the jury, the jury final thought. Rest in peace, my boy. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. D wait. Oh. Ding, ding dong. Oh. <laughs> We are, uh, we're, we're on a, you know, this is a, this is a good journey. I'm, I'm really happy to see where, you know, where you've come from in the past 10 years. And I'm, I'm glad to see your growth. <laughs> like recently, like it's, it's really nice. It's just really, really, really nice and really refreshing. And I get to have these conversations with you and there's, you know, the vulnerability in them are just, it's, it's just beautiful. And I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, guys, Bobby's world, the perfect playmate is a person named me. So remember that and pour that love into yourselves because 
the only thing that you can leave with in this earth is, you know, I don't know if you can leave with anything, but the biggest thing that you can leave here is a legacy of you. And that legacy can either be love or not. And the only thing that I'm trying to leave after all is said and done and after all the things that I've, I've gone through, I've experienced and everything is just leave this world with a little bit of love. That's all. Anyway, guys, chat it up with me and uh, I will shoot Tosh the messages too. Thank you for joining us today. I will, will, will actually probably be speaking to you guys soon. Yeah, have a good night and have a, guys, don't blow the fingers off, all right? Have a good 4th of July. Tasha, 4th of July is, this is the reason that we did this this weekend because 4th of July will always remind me of you, always. Fireworks. Fireworks. Always. Good night. Good night.